A Medicare Moment with Martha was previously recorded. Aloha and welcome to A Medicare Moment with Martha. What do Madonna, Jamie Lee Curtis and Kevin Bacon have in common? They are all turning 65 this year, joining other celebrities who have hit that milestone. They have money, fortune, and fame, but may not qualify for Medicare. To qualify based on age, you must be 65, have worked for 10 years, and contributed to Social Security. You don't qualify on earnings alone or because you won an Emmy or an Academy Award. Medicare is a valuable benefit that provides your health care if you qualify. The right Medicare plan can save you money, so whether it's you, auntie, uncle, mom, or dad, tune in to the world of Medicare. Welcome to a Medicare Moment with Martha. I'm your host, Martha Klopin, and I want to start the show today by saying thank you. (laughs) I had a, a couple of guys who called this past week just to tell me that I'm their angel, so I accept (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I answered a couple of questions that, you know, really um, helped them so much. It was just a couple of questions, and I was so happy to respond, and uh, I had their uh, telephone number, so I, I, everything I said, I sent them a text message with links to more information about what they called about. So I'm so happy to be an angel to anyone who calls on me. <laughs> uh, I really feel like this is my calling in life to respond and also to help people uh, because I just want to make my community stronger. No other reason. So happy to be here with you again today. And I had some real doozies this past week helping people get their Medicare Part B as in Bravo. That's right. Sometimes people have to pick up this Part B after the age of 65. And it is not quite the same process as if, as if, as, it, as when you're under 65. <laughs> anyway, this is what I was working on, and I thought I would talk about a couple of those uh, situations because in each of the three heavy-duty ones that were almost impossible <laughs> to crack, each one, it seems like there's a little bit of a challenge communicating today. People who were born in the 40s and 50s may communicate differently than the people who are helping you now. (laughs) They are called millennials. Sometimes uh, we're uh, being helped by people in their 20s, and they communicate a little bit differently. So I thought I would talk about that today because when you are not a millennial, when you are not in your 20s, you might forget that the 20 and 30-somethings just grew up in a much different environment than those of us who may have been born in the 40s, the 50s, and the 60s, and so on. So we could continue to resist and maybe not get what we need, but we need to recognize that millennials believe that they are often misunderstood by the more mature generation. However, those millennials will take control of both the workplace and the economy so more and more you will start to uh, be serviced or helped by people who look more like teenagers Uh, but they will be the people responsible for helping you so it's very important 
to learn the best way to communicate with the millennials. So case in point, uh, what we had this week, a situation, uh, someone reached out to me and said, hey, I applied for my Part B, and they told me I had to wait two or three months. And I was like, really? I said, we need to make a phone call and just confirm that they have all of your information. So this person was very insistent with me that they had all the information, but it turned out that yes, they did have all the information, but they accumulated uh, the information that was sent to get this Part B request. They put the husband and wife's information together. So unbeknownst to the person who was just following up and getting the, you know, the, the canned script, oh, yep, just two or three months, you'll have your Medicare Part B. The reality is those applications need to be separated. When you apply for Medicare Part B, you do not need to put your application, a spouse's application, a friend, and a cousin. You need to just have one set of paperwork for one individual at a time. It will go much better that way. Uh, some folks, again, um, maybe from a different generation, when you grew up, you grew up in a time where whatever's thrown at you, you turn it around <laughs> in a very short period of time. I know I'm, I was... Well, my parents had me when they were older, so I think I adopted a lot of the habits of the older generation, but I also work very closely with the younger generation, so I think I'm, I'm like a hybrid. I understand where the people in their for, born in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, where their frustration is coming from, and I am hearing uh, from that millennial generation uh, why they have trouble meeting the needs. So with that, I want to mention one of the things that is happening with those younger folks. They love their phones. Has anyone ever seen the millennials, the 30-somethings? They're constantly on their mobile devices. And think about these mobile devices. They send a text message. Now, how much information is in a one- or two-line text? The, the, the younger folks that are answering the phone calls and trying to help uh, people who are older. They are not accustomed to us sharing a lot of information. They just wanna know, why are you calling? Why are you calling me and what do you want? <laughs> so they want it, you know, in short, short versions. And I'm a talker. I love to just go on and on and on. But when I call any government agency, I, I and, and, and most definitely when I hear a voice and it sounds like a much younger person, I make sure I don't do what we call here in Hawaii, talk story. <laughs> I do that with my friends and family, but when I'm calling a government agency, even if I'm calling the local office, uh, if I, I get that younger person, I make sure that I'm very direct. We're calling today to check the status of the Part B application. Stop talking. <laughs> because if you keep talking and talking, by the time you tell them, you know, what you have for breakfast, how, you know, you know, you, you couldn't park your car. They, they don't want to help you anymore because they want to know specifically the reason you're calling. And then sometimes people like to share a lot of information. Like I called somebody, they weren't clear. They told me to fill out this. I dropped off that, blah, 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 blah. They don't really want to hear that. They just want to know why you're calling. So a simple, I'm calling for the status of my part B application. And whatever they tell you, they can say, yes, uh, we've received your documentation and it's being processed. 
that is all you need to get from that person because many times the people who are put frontline on the phones they are not the most knowledgeable people so if they you do have another question something maybe more detailed it's perfectly okay for you to say something like hey is it possible for me to speak to a supervisor or a manager so if that is possible in every call that i've been on uh, that we requested that uh, we were able to get someone and then that person you could go into a little bit more detail but many times when you make a phone call you should write down what you plan to discuss once you get through and you should stick to the point stick to why you are calling if you start to talk about too many different things then you will lose that millennial and i hope if there's a millennial listening i'm not or you know you love someone that's a millennial i don't i this is not a criticism i just think it's important for us to understand that there's been some major changes in how younger people communicate they've been on these devices for much longer than we may have been on these devices so they tend to speak in shorter phrases they have the one minute TikTok videos that they they look at and they seem to learn from so we have to learn to adopt our communication style to theirs and you know we hope that they'll be understanding of ours as well so when we come back i'm going to tell you a little bit more about some of the cases i worked on this week we'll be back in a moment what is your healing power maybe your healing power is helping veterans with ptsd traumatic brain injuries depression anxiety or loneliness is your healing power a simple heartfelt letter or being a volunteer it is estimated that over a half a million current warfighters will return from service diagnosed with ptsd and 22 veterans will commit suicide every day our veterans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country at healvets.org you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals volunteers therapy kits and more discover your healing power at healvets.org help heal veterans together with you has been helping one recovering veteran at a time we are helping veterans heal together what is your healing power to find out about your power visit healvets.org this psa is sponsored by help heal veterans Martha. I'm your host, Martha Klopin, and I'm so delighted to be back with you. And we're talking about millennials and Medicare. <laughs> and what would millennials have to do with Medicare? They actually, that particular group has been defined, and don't ask me who defined them as millennials, but from a birth year of 1981, to 1996. So those millennials are turning 27 this year and they go all the way up to the age of 42. So a lot of the folks that are answering phone calls at government agencies like Medicare, Medicaid, uh, healthcare.gov marketplace plans, uh, for those who have those uh, options available to them, when you're talking to boomers, boomers were born between the ages, uh, between the years of 54 to 54, I'm sorry, all the way through the ages of uh, years of 55 to 64. They're between the ages of 59 and 68. And there's just a different style of communication. So the reason I thought it would be important 
to talk about that this week because I really want everyone listening, if you're not a millennial, <laughs> if you're not turning 27 this year and up to 42 years old, I really want you to know that it is important to understand that they have a different communication style. And of course, it's a no-brainer. Their phones are constantly in their hands. It's like it's a permanent attachment. <laughs> and they're checking their phones constantly from the time they wake up until the time they, you know, I guess fall asleep. But they do complete conversations in a couple of lines of text. So for folks who are older, not everybody, of course, but for those who are more mature, maybe that boomer population, they are just giving what the millennials would call TMI, too much information. <laughs> That's right. I'm calling us out, myself in there included. Sometimes maybe we just provide a little bit more information than they need. So be specific uh, and just, just ask them whatever it is you need and let them give you an answer. Today, I was helping someone and the person uh, at this government agency, you could tell that they really wanted to help uh, the the person calling about their Part B, but just really didn't know how to answer anything beyond we've received your paperwork. So the, um, the inf person, I'll call her the boomer, <laughs> the boomer said to the millennial, <laughs> um, you know, can you tell me when my Part B will be completed? I was told that it will take about two months. So the, uh, the, the government agency rep said, well, uh, what I see here is that you also asked us to process an application for something else. So it turns out that we're, you know, the boomer thought that they were being told that, you know, their Part B was going to take through the end of August. That was talking about something else that they had applied for. So see how easy it is to get all confused uh, when, a, 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 again, a millennial, if you're calling to ask about, you know, Part B, for example, be specific, <laughs> because if you just call and say, oh, I put in an application and I want to know the status of my application, and you put in more than one application, you don't know, are they giving you the status of one application or two applications? <laughs> so I was so happy when I called with this person today, because we could figure it out that, yes, it turns out that there were two applications for different things being processed for this individual, and they were, they needed to give her answers for each specific application. So it's not like I submitted applications and what's the status, you know, all in a pile. You had to get a status on the one application and then separately a status on the second application. But if you're brand new to working with government organizations with respect uh, to your health insurance, how can you know all this? So that's why I always let folks know I'm more than willing, that's right, I'm more than willing to make that phone call with you. <laughs> and uh, I, I typically get on the phone with you. I just frame the question and then I jump off the phone because many times uh, Social Security or Medicare, Medicaid, these different government agencies, they will need to verify you are who you say you are. So I don't you know, wanna be on the phone when you're giving out personal information. I just wanna make sure I help you get to the right person at the right time and get the right answer and get whatever you need done done. So right time, right person and right answer. That's what I go for. But you do need to 
tell these government agencies because you're a stranger calling on the phone, they do need to verify your who you say you are before they can help you. And with uh, respect to the Social Security Office, uh, they will ask you, of course, your name. That's probably an easy one. <laughs> They'll ask you your date of birth, but they will also ask you many times where you were born, city and state, or what country you were born in. They will also ask you what was the name of your, uh, your, your parents. They will want to know your mother's maiden name. And a lot of people, they don't remember, you know. So you got to write it down and make sure you have the information that they will verify you. Because I can tell you right now, when a millennial is required to ask you certain information, and if a boomer <laughs> would respond, oh, I don't know, why do you need that? If they sound like they're getting frustrated, well, that millennial will get frustrated too because they're just following their script. So it's very important to be well prepared before you call these government agencies and make it easy for them as well. Because think about it. Think about it. According to the U.S. Census, there are 10,000 people turning 65 every day in this country. Every day, 10,000 people uh, turning 65 every day in the U.S. So it's the possibility that the Social Security uh, lines and Medicare lines, they're being bombarded with all those boomers. <laughs> so uh, I think it's really important to be patient and make sure you're as well prepared as possible and understand the best way to communicate with the boomer. Now I have a success story. So when we come back, I have to tell everybody about the success story I woke up to this morning and uh, the person, you know, emailed me last night and and then I got this beautiful email this morning. Maybe I'll even read it to you. But this person had a very challenging situation and we were able to resolve it. It took about a month and a half, but we're all done. And that person is very, very happy. And so am I. So important when I share this information, so important for people to understand. Maybe you have everything going smoothly for you right now with respect to your health insurance, but maybe somebody you know doesn't. So isn't it nice that you know you have a resource, you've been listening to me for a while, and you can refer that person to me. I give out my personal number. I have a new number, but I give out that number for anyone who needs it. That number is 808, that's right, 808-800-6915, 808-800-6915. And also at the end of the show, there's another phone number that's listed. And you can also reach me at that number, but that's my private cell number. So my efficiency expert at Get to Insurance said, you got to stop giving out your personal number. So you can reach me on the 808-800-6915 number as well. So we, we will take another break and we'll be back in a moment. And I have a success story. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The Parkinson's Foundation knows that the disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. If you or someone you know is living with Parkinson's, a neurological disease that affects movement, we understand that it can be difficult to know where to find help. If you have questions, the Parkinson's Foundation has answers. Answers for everyone in the fight. We can help you understand the disease. Help you find expert care and local support. Give you tips for living a better life. And share the latest research. Find your answers and join us in the fight against Parkinson's. 
To learn more, please go to parkinson.org. Or call 1-800-473-4636. That's 1-800-473-4636. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better Better lives together. You're listening to a Medicare Moment with Martha. I'm your host, Martha Klopin, and so very, very happy that I get calls and text messages and emails. <laughs> People who either have seen me on television, I am a regular each month on Channel 2, Living 808. That's K H O N 2, Living 808. And the segments that I do each month, they put it on Facebook. So millennials will find me, (laughs) Uh, even though I heard they're not using Facebook anymore. That's for the boomers. The boomers have discovered Facebook, and I understand they use it quite frequently. But we're talking about millennials and Medicare. And why are we talking about millennials and Medicare? Because the millennials now are employed and answering the telephones at the government agencies that we need to reach out to uh, when we have Uh, need to process things involving our Social Security retirement benefits, our Medicare insurance benefits, or if your income is at the federal poverty level, you might qualify for your state's Medicaid program. Remember, Medicaid and Medicare are different. (laughs) So you have to know the differences, but you may qualify for that. And some people, as an alternative to COBRA, if you're under the age of 65 and you should lose your job and you lose your insurance, you get this nice letter many times that says you're eligible to keep your coverage, but at a very, very high monthly premium. Sometimes people can find lower costs uh, at the site. It's healthcare.gov, and that's the marketplace plans. Used to be known as Obamacare. Don't have some of the restrictions that were in place then, but you can, you know, get some... uh, pretty, you know, get insurance for at an affordable rate if you should lose it. So I love talking to folks about this. People call me and, um, and, and lately I've, I've discovered when they're calling other people, they really are complaining that how come the person I was yelling at them, like, don't yell at the millennials, (laughs) not a good idea. They might not be able to continue the call because millennials understand that life is serious But that doesn't mean you have to be serious all the time. And even sometimes if you're pretty frustrated, maybe you can make it light and you can say to the person who answers the phone, hey, you know, this has just been driving me crazy. I don't know where to turn. And the millennial will hear that because they probably had that same experience. (laughs) But anyway, they do like to have fun. They like more creativity, more freedom. They believe that being too serious stifles you, and they're not looking to be stifled in life. They also like what's called a positive vibe. And if they don't kind of pick up the positive vibe, they might be they might tune out and definitely not be able to help you with what you need help with and may have to push you on to someone else. And I know you don't want that. So I think it's really important to understand that millennials, they've just grown up in a totally different world, totally different world. They're on those devices. They're on those devices all the time. 
That's how they get their news. I still watch television news. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I still watch uh, local television news. And when I've talked to younger people, they're like, what? You get your news from television? What? You wait till 6 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night? Why don't you just scroll the latest news stories? And I do. I scroll the latest news stories. But I still like receiving my news from an anchor, a news anchor, and I still like it for some reason. So it's really important that uh, we understand millennials and, you know, this is, you know, who we will be working with over the next, who knows, 20 or 30 years. So it's very, very important. We have to respect them. The other thing that millennials like is they don't like to feel that boomers know everything. And of course we do, <laughs> but they don't like to feel that boomers uh, cannot listen, that boomers want to tell them how something works. So it's really important to, again, make your request and then stop talking and let the millennial share. And even if that millennial sounds like they're reading from a script, and many of them must read from a canned script because they have a headset on, they may be working from their home, they have a monitor, you called about something, they put that information into the, the system and it tells them what to say. So you might wanna be patient and let them go through the process that they are required to, because I don't know if anyone knows this, but many people today uh, are actually, their phone calls are being monitored and record it. So they might get dressed down royally from their superiors. Um, I bet they don't even use that word superiors anymore. <laughs> but anyway, they might get into a little bit of trouble if they don't stick to the script. So again, I wanted uh, to cover this week just ways that we can learn to communicate better with the folks who are taking over. It's time for those millennials age 27 to 42. They're coming into place and we have to move over and let them uh, take their rightful places. However, we do have to learn how to communicate with them uh, in a much better fashion so we get what we need and they leave feeling good that they'll be able to take the reins from the boomers and move forward uh, in life. So if you know a person that is a millennial, uh, just think about ways that you can uh, listen to them, uh, speak in shorter sentences, and be more specific when you need to get something from them. So with that, I think we've come to the uh, end of the show. Uh, once again, I want to thank those folks for reaching out to me. I love you. Thank you for calling me your Medicare angel. And as always, I wish you peace in your heart, peace in your mind, and peace in your life. See you next time. Thanks for listening to a Medicare Moment today with Martha. We hope that today's program has been helpful for you. For more information, please call us at 808-230-3379. That's 808-230-3379. Or email us at getmartha at AOL.com. The preceding educational information was sponsored by Get2Insurance.com.